Welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast. This is our big gay episode. Woo! But before we get into uh, our big gay episode, we have a correction from last week. I um very stupidly and ignorantly said that Ewan McGregor was Australian. Yeah, I don't I don't even know A why you said that and B why I just went along with it. Yeah, you just went along with it, but I just like stated that Ewan McGregor <laughs> was Australian, but he's not Australian. No. And I know that he's Scottish. His the last name McGregor is Scottish. McGregor. M- yes. Yeah. Mc, he's got Mc in his name. Yeah. And you even mentioned that he was wearing a kilt I did mention when he got knighted. It's like, that makes no sense. He's yeah. not Australian. We have to thank our our listener. Gary. For that one, because uh, I don't know why I said that. But yeah. I was wrong, and I'm sorry to Ewan <laughs> and all Scottish people. You're not Australians. They're dirty criminals. That's right. And thank you, Gary, for, for correcting us. Mm-hmm. I think I, what I saw was him, uh, like, Ewan McGregor's like a big motorcycle riding dude. Like, he's really into that. Uh-huh. Made a little movie about him, like, free riding motorcycles. And they were in, like, the Australian Outback riding. And I saw an interview with him. And oh. I think I was just like, oh, he's Australian because he has an accent. And I saw him in Australia. <laughs> How American Yeah. <laughs> to just be like, oh... He, yeah, he's in Australia and he's got an accent. He must be. He must be Australian. Right. Then. And then just dismiss it at that. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I think happened, which uh, I apologize to to all for that involved. And I'm sorry to England for... <laughs> yeah, you need to apologize to the queen. Yeah, I'm sorry to her too, especially. <laughs> but this week is our big gay episode because it is June, which is Pride Month. Correct. And I was actually asking the question, why would it, uh, Pride Month be in June? Right. Uh, because for me, my birthday is in May, and May also rhymes with gay. So it made sense in my brain why, you, why if you were going to do Pride Month, you wouldn't do it in May. I don't understand what your birthday has to do with gay pride. I, don't, I just like things happening near my birthday. Oh, uh, you were like, look, it's a party. Let's all party together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just, will also include it being uh-huh. my birthday. Yeah, and uh-huh. I just, I'm fond of that. Right. So I thought it would be cool. <laughs> okay. But um, but it turns out there's a reason why it happens in uh, June. Right. It's because it's commemorating the 1969 Stonewall riots in New York. Right. And yeah. I assume, and what I learned reading is that this is the case, it started as like commemorations for that, and then it started expanding out for more celebrations during the week and parades, and then ultimately became Pride Month. Which is right. where it is now. Yeah, because it there's so many different activities and festivities and different mm-hmm. places having events that they're like, we can't smoosh it all into one weekend. Or We've a day, got, yeah. Yeah, we need to spread it all through the yeah. month. Yeah. It made it convenient. And that way it made it be able to be celebrated like n- nationally and even globally. Yeah. Um, although I think some places have different months. Yeah, they do. Um, internationally. Yeah, well, this is our big gay episode, and um, we have to state that we neither one of us are uh, gay. No. But I I have always identified, not always, but I, I identify as an ally, as someone who, I'm cisgendered, heteronormative, all those things, but uh, but I like gay people, and I want to be supportive of them as I can be. Yeah, I think we both are mm-hmm. what you would consider to be allies. That's, well, if, if I had to pick an identity in the uh, word 
letter alphabet soup of an acronym, <laughs> yeah. that'd be the one I would take. Yeah. And so the question I have for you, uh, and I think you have for me, is like, what was the origin? When did you realize that you were uh, an ally of the gay community, but not gay yourself? I think that I've always had kind of a awareness that gay people exist, mm-hmm. even as a child. Mm-hmm. And I came to be aware of the fact that they were, were not treated the same yeah. As other people when and here's a here's a case in point. Growing up in the South, when I was in second grade, I was with my little friends in school, in class, and the conversation started up with, Well, if two boys like each other and they're gay, what do you call it when two girls like each other? Mm-hmm. And nobody knew the answer. But, yeah. but I did. And uh-huh. I just blurted out lesbian. Uh-huh. And next thing I know. I'm getting pulled aside by the teacher and reprimanded and told uh, we don't use that language in school. Yeah. <laughs> and now as an adult looking back at that, I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. It's also backwards like from what you would think. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a slur. Yeah. It w- if what? anything... I would think in the South, conservative people would be more sensitive to the word lesbian because it just sounds, I don't know. To me, the word lesbian just sounds more pleasing than gay. (laughs) Gay is so blunt and one syllable and lesbian, it's like it has a little finesse to it. I don't think the teacher heard them say gay. Oh, that's the thing. I think they, I think I blurted out loudly. And gay can also has other meanings and lesbian really only has the one. Right. Yeah. I think the teacher only heard me say gay. Yeah. And that's why I got in trouble for it. Wow. Or lesbian, I mean. Uh, that must. That, I'm surprised it didn't turn you into a lesbian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. By no, the way. didn't. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. That was a joke. But I did spend like pretty much most of my youth aware that there were gay people out there, and mm-hmm. I mentioned in I think our first episode, the Snowflake yeah. Awakenings, that I decided pretty early on, like I think it was 12 or 13, that I never wanted to get married. Until gay people could get married. I do remember you saying that. And I I think that's fascinating because that's such an early age to be so, uh, I guess, uh, it's pejorative now, but woke. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even think it was really about wokeness at that point. For me, I just thought of it as in terms of like what's fair Mm -hmm. and what's right. Because we had a lot of family friends who were gay. Mm -hmm. So I was exposed to, you know, gay people. Yeah, and just was like, whatever. And I was like, they're normal. They're just like me. Mm-hmm. They're just like the rest of us. Why Why are they being treated so differently? Yeah. And then even after that, into my late teens and all the way up through the 20s, I almost always had at least one or two very close gay friends. Mm. Like I've always had mm. that. And so... I um I learned a lot through that. Yeah. Through that literal first not first person but second person vicarious exposure. Yeah, that's that's really interesting to me. That that's super like that doesn't happen to everyone. I think you're kind of lucky in that. Um, really? I don't I yeah, I guess. I think you are because I think um having friends like and family friends to to expose you to at an early age th- that made it so you didn't have any prejudice towards any individual gay people that you met yeah like i definitely am fortunate that although i did grow up in the south i did not grow up in a family that used the f word right or 
you know, was derogatory towards right. people who were gay or lesbian. So then for the rest of your life, whenever you met someone who was gay, you didn't carry any prejudice with you that you had to overcome. No, if anything, I was excited. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially for with gay men. I was like, oh, you're gay? Yes, yeah. we're going to be best friends. <laughs> I think that's I think that's really interesting. I yeah. think that's unique. And I think it's it's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, what about what about you? What was your kind of gay origin? Gay or gorgin? Mine is completely different. Um, it's 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 completely different. I I for most of my life just really didn't care that much. Uh, for youth, uh, past high school into college. What I do just, you mean by you didn't care? Like the same thing I would I would have said about black people or um any any minorities really or even women. I, my concern was with myself. I, I, I figured there were gay people. I didn't really give a shit if they were gay or not, but I, I, I didn't, I wasn't worried about them. If they got treated badly, I didn't care. What I was worried about was me getting treated badly. Uh... I was very self-centered. I was very white male privilege. The only things that mattered in the world was injustices to me. Oh, um, wow. You which, sound like an asshole. Yeah, no, I mean, I was a dick. I'm not going <laughs> to wow. say that it, it wasn't a dick position. Mm. Um, I think a lot of young white men grow up with that position. Um, and it's, it's, I've said it before, it's easy to fall into it because the world kind of coddles you and facilitates that in your entire life. I was going to say, it's, it's easy to fall into a, a, a vessel that is meant, is shaped in that way to right. cater to you. That's why I don't necessarily blame people who are like that when they're young. Mm-hmm. But when I see somebody like Tucker Carlson who carries that into being an adult when he should know better, mm, yeah. that's when it's really gross. We've talked about it before, and I grew up in that sort of environment, the, the sort of environment where I didn't have to think about minorities' problems because they weren't mine. Well, did you have many gay friends or anything? Like, Not particularly. As a kid? We had a, a neighbor who was a gay kid, but he he didn't say he was gay yet. It was Oh, he wasn't out. Yeah, and everyone knew, and we made fun of him, like, made fun of him all the time. Oh. Uh, yeah, so I was, like, pretty terrible, right? And then what happened is I reached an age, and it happened kind of simultaneously where I realized I like gained the empathy skill. Like life is an RPG and it's like I leveled up and I gained a skill of empathy <laughs> that I'd never had before. Uh-huh. And it really came from, it came from me having just not worth describing situations where something I was judged for some reason by the way I dressed or, you know, the color of my hair because I dyed my hair and, you know, wore t-shirts and I didn't like that the cops prejudged me for that. And I thought, well, these are like actually things I could control. Imagine being prejudged for shit you have no control over. It makes that was it like so much worse. Yeah, and that was like a lightning bolt in my brain. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I'd spent my whole life mad about being prejudged for shit I could control, and there was just this lightning bolt of realization that, wow, how shitty would it have been had I <laughs> been judged my whole life for shit I couldn't control? Exactly. And that, for me, it was almost like a switch flip. It was just like, I just understood a lot more from then on. And then I just started learning. And like what I said with the Snowflake episode, I started reading feminist literature and, you know, pro-gay literature and things that I'd never can't come across before. And it all fell into place for me. But it's a much different story because it involves me not giving a fuck about anybody for a long time until I was in my 20s. But that seems to be kind of the norm for young white men, especially in the U.S. I I think so. And I think uh, it could happen much younger. I think I had friends who it happened to younger and they helped guide me on the path. I think Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have ended up here if I didn't have people who were the same as me 
uh, and then got quote unquote woke or gained an empathy skill before I did and was like, God, you're thinking about this wrong, you know? Yeah. I think they all help me. And I want to say, like, I love them for that. I will forever. Uh, it happened to me later. I think it's like puberty. Like it happens to some guys younger and some guys older. And <laughs> then you have fucking Tucker Carlson who it never happens Who's to. a grown ass man. Uh-huh. Still being a total douche. Yeah. I don't, I know it's not a defense, but that's what happened. That That's right. my story. Yeah, that's pretty different from mine. Mm-hmm. I consider what I do now, a lot of what I do now, trying to make up for that past being a dick. <laughs> and I try to think hard about it. I'm actually kind of glad I didn't know you back then. Yeah, I think I don't I think, think I would have liked bad. you very much. No, you wouldn't have. I was still funny, but like in a, you know. Kind of an asshole. In a kind of asshole way. And I was yeah. very, very focused on myself. Mm. And so like. Anytime anyone had an injustice, you could tell me a story about a gay people person being persecuted, and I'd have been like, "Yeah, well, let me tell you about this time the cops pulled me over for no fucking reason." Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I got pulled over because my jeans were sagging. Yeah, and I was listening to Pantera too loud. I'm like fucking. <laughs> that's that's like, bullshit. That is not the same right. thing, it's, dude. It's not even remotely the same thing. Yeah. But as like I said, at some point I realized that. Well, since we're on the topic of gay, mm-hmm. who are some of your favorite gay that, folks? That, that one's kind of easy for me because there's a few that I really like. I love Anderson Cooper. Oh, I yeah. love Rachel Maddow. Oh, yeah. She's great. I love Kara Swisher. Mm-hmm. I love uh, a lot of gay journalists. There's a lot <laughs> I'm of like, there's a theme here. Those are all journalists. Uh, yeah. It just happens to be the case. There's a theme here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, some of my favorite people that are gay are also actors. So I like Ian McKellen a whole lot. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, what about you? Well, I love a handsome gay man in a well-tailored suit. Tim Gunn? So I, yeah, I adore some Tim Gunn. Uh-huh. <laughs> that man wears the best suits in the universe. Yeah, and he's so smart. And he makes wearing a suit look awesome. So refined. I love Tim Gunn uh-huh. so much I named my car after him. <laughs> yeah. If I could look half as good as a suit as Tim Gunn does, I'd wear one all the time. Constantly. Yeah, that and, dude. And then also RuPaul. Oh, yeah. RuPaul's awesome. RuPaul as, as dude... Yeah. RuPaul also rocks in really cool suits. Or Glamazon RuPaul. Or there's the Glamazon RuPaul. Both of them are awesome. Beautiful. Uh huh. <laughs> and I love the show, mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race, and obviously Tim Gunn from Project Runway. Yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Those are some awesome gay people, but are there any gay people that you, you don't think too fondly of? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I think it's, you know, we can sit here and champion gay and be like, woo, gay pride and allies and support. But let's acknowledge the fact that gay people are people. Uh-huh. There's some that are dicks. And some of them can be real assholes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. If I have to pick one for yeah. sure, it's got to be Jeffree Star. Oh, yeah. Oh, the God. YouTube famous <sighs> makeup guy that dude's the worst i can't stand him mm-hmm. i think he is a bad person yeah and i don't i'm like his makeup and stuff aside i think he's just a bad person yeah, I, do too. I think he's racist i think he's narcissistic mm-hmm. i think he is Sociopathic. selfish probably he's definitely a narcissist uh-huh. he very well could be some kind of like psychopath sociopath personality as well i do feel bad that he broke his back in a car accident i want to say i feel bad for him that that happened well sure i mean we don't wish harm on people but But, yeah he does suck a lot i hate that guy got a racist past Uh yeah just not not a cool 
good dude. And it, it bothers me that so many people just love and worship him. And so many children watch his channel too. And I'm just like, Oh, I got one that is not a role model. Yeah. I've got another one that's on the same level as that. Probably worse. Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh yeah. That guy, that guy who's like a super Republican, conservative, racist, libertarian, super asshole. Yes. Which I don't. And gay. I've never understood. Yeah, he's the worst. How is somebody gay openly and also conservative? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How, how that do you happens. align those two? I don't know. And, and that dude's like a Nazi. He's not even just like he's like no, a yes. He's like a gay Nazi. Yes. It's ridiculous. Yes. And he knows exactly how to get people triggered and riled uh-huh. up and worked up and he does it constantly. Yeah, I hate that dude. It's okay to hate that guy. Mm, yes. And then I'm I, I got one more person that I got to mention in this category. I don't know if they're gay or what they are, but Caitlyn Jenner is the worst. No, <laughs> I am not a fan of Caitlyn Jenner at all. Why? Uh, because the same thing: super conservative Republican dickery. Yeah, <laughs> Dick, dickery. Yes, just it's terrible. Uh, well, I think the dickery's gone now. Yeah, <laughs> true. And I don't know if they're gay. I don't know what you want to say about Caitlyn. I can say this: I saw the commercial that Caitlyn Jenner had for running for governor, and there was more footage of Caitlyn as Bruce Jenner running in the Olympics than there was footage of Caitlyn Jenner as Caitlyn now, which begs the question. Who's running for office? Right. And that's the thing, too, because I'm like, listen, I'm not like super woke, quote unquote, but I do know enough to know that when someone has fully transitioned, you're not supposed to reference like their dead name. I don't think so. So the fact that Caitlyn is resurrecting the dead in in airing footage on her commercials for governorship. Uh of Bruce I, 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 is bizarre to it, me. It's really bizarre, especially when it's Bruce literally running and then... <laughs> literally Bruce, because that's what Bruce did. Caitlin is figuratively running for office, but it gets confusing on who's running for what because yeah. one person's literally running. I don't know. <laughs> I, I see what they were trying to do, but it's very confusing. And you're like, who am I voting for? Who is this? Yeah, it, it, I don't like it. Yeah. So that alone just pisses me off. <laughs> And I feel valid in that. I think I think you are not alone on that one. Yeah. I have heard other folks and even like gay folks uh-huh. be very vocal in <laughs> their displeasure towards Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. So those are the ones I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. That are just gay people who I'm like, yeah, I don't like them so much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to play a thought experiment game. Okay. <laughs> so let's suppose you were able to talk to the entire gay community. Like all of them? Yeah. Well, I've been thinking about this. The way it would have to work is that they would have to have like uh, uh, elections mm-hmm. to rep- to, to, to constituencies of gay people would have to elect representatives. And then you would have to get it down to a manageable number that you could have a conversation with. Right. And then you could ask them questions and they could return to their constituencies <laughs> And come up with answers okay. for questions that you might have because you're not a gay person, but you want to know these things. Right. right. Yeah, because you can't just go ask one gay person no. your question because that gay per- that they're not a monolith. Yeah, I want to do this democratically. Right. Okay. And so... <laughs> so so that, we're going to pretend. Yeah, in this thought experiment, <laughs> you have a manageable number of gay people who will then contact the unmanageable number 
of gay people to give you an answer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Because I just, it's, there's millions and millions of gay people. You could never talk to all of them at once. It would just be impossible. Right. I'm trying to think. <laughs> You're like, how would we do this? I'm trying to think of how this could legitimately, <laughs> if it could happen, okay? Okay. What kind of questions would you have uh, for for gay people? I will start to give you a minute to think if you want. Okay. I would ask, how long is the acronym going to get before it's too long? The like, acronym. The oh the the LGBTQ LGBT plus. Yeah, I actually looked it up right before we started recording. So the the kind of I guess current version of the most inclusive mm-hmm. acronym is LGBTQQIP2SAA. Yeah, that's too many. <laughs> I can't remember that many. That's a lot. It's Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning, queer, intersex, pansexual, two-spirit, androgynous, and asexual. Hmm. And there's somebody that's pissed that they're not on that list. Yeah, they're like, why am I not there? Yeah. And <laughs> I wonder, I just wonder how long the acronym can get before it before it becomes unwieldy. And <laughs> I think we may, have, we may have reached that point. And I, I think maybe we need more. Well, the problem is it's like Scrabble, right? Mm. You what you want ideally is to spell a word like NASCAR, which is an acronym. Yeah. Or you know, um, mad, ma- mad, or laser. Laser's laser is an acronym. Um, you want it to spell something, but we don't have enough vowels. If we're looking at Scrabble, there's not enough vowels, so we need to change some of these words. Yeah. To become words that start with vowels. <laughs> yeah, and so we can keep the length. Yeah, but if it it's needs gonna to get spell yeah, something. if we're gonna keep it long, like the the license plate, people just can't remember. Like the license plate on a on a British car. <laughs> yeah, it's like the license plates on European cars. It's like eight feet long. And there's so many numbers. <laughs> it's wider than the vehicle. I've always wondered too. How does that work? Do British police officers like they're like echo romeo juliet oh he's gone gone. (laughs) he got he got away i didn't have enough time to read half the life (laughs) i don't i have no idea (laughs) but anyway back to (laughs) (laughs) that was just a brief aside yeah the gay acronym Uh uh-huh what we're saying is could you maybe (laughs) make it less unwieldy make it a word or something yeah i think that would say yeah instead of like 14 letters and now a number yeah or oh. just what a lot of them do is the LGBT and then a plus. I think they do LGBTQ plus, right? Or Q plus. What? Yeah. How, either way. Yeah. But the thing that I think that does is it starts to add math into the equation. Yeah. When did math get involved? Yeah. And I don't want to do math. And <laughs> there's like a square root. Yeah. And the plus carry, starts to beg the question of plus the, what? Carry the three. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to get confusing. Is there a percentage in there? I yeah. don't. I don't know. So. There, there, there needs to be. My question would be for the gay community: Is there, is there like a brain trust working on this, or could there be? Right. There has to be enough professional people in advertising that are gay that could, <laughs> that could come together and <laughs> sure. like figure this thing out. Yeah. Because it's getting unwieldy. And then the next question I think should be like the logos and the the flags. Oh yeah. And like. I don't know if it's just me. Maybe you've noticed this too, but this year in particular, gay pride seems like it's on everything. Yeah, every logo. All these massive corporations are all stepping up and being like, Mm -hmm. we support gay pride, which is great. Don't get me wrong. It is great. But then they're all like, buy our stuff. We put a flag on it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, is it really no. Yeah, I my que- I think the question you're asking, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is at what point is this patronizing? And do right, you feel yeah. like you're being patronized by some of these companies? Yeah. Maybe not all of them. Maybe all of them. I find it, I 
feel like if I was a gay person, it might bother me that like ESPN has their logo rainbow this month. Because it's like, well, you never gave a fuck before. Yeah, why now? And yeah. why are you also trying to sell me something? Right. That's got your your logo and, uh-huh. then, and then the pride flag. Yeah. With it. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gay, so I can't say with any certainty. Yeah. But I can try to imagine, perhaps. Like, it would I feel might... patronizing. Yeah, and I'd be like, well, point? where were you the last 30 yeah. years? I feel like that, too. And so I would ask, I would ask, does that feel patronizing? And if it does, like at what point? And at what, like, what could companies do to not feel like they're patronizing you, but feel like you're supported? Right. Uh, yeah. I think that's a good question. Thanks. I would ask, I don't really think about my heterosexuality that much. It's not something that, like, it's something that I think about very often. I guess I do when I'm, like, you know, being intimate with. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Yeah. A lady. A lady. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> It's not something I really think about that much. And I assume, and this is an assumption, and this is my question, is my assumption correct, that gay people probably don't think about it that much either until the world makes them. And does the world make you think about your sexuality more than you normally would? Yeah, or I don't even know, like, would there be a quote normally would? Yeah, right, exactly. How do you compare, like, if you're gay? Well, like... I guess you could compare it to, like, let's say you were a gay person and you spent a lot of time with other gay people. And during those times, did you feel like your sexuality, did you think about your sexuality more or less than you did in the regular world? Would be my question. Right. In a world where you're not surrounded by mostly gay people. I don't know the answer. I would assume that the world makes you think about it more, but I don't know. That's an assumption that I'm not uh, qualified to make. I am certain that the world makes you think about it more. Yeah. Then, like, you and I would think about... Being straight. Being straight. I would think so. Things are, I mean, things are marketed towards straight people. Yeah. Like... Just generally. Go out and watch a commercial. The Sandals commercial comes on. Yeah, yeah. For a beautiful, luxurious trip to the beach. Who does it show? Yeah, a jack dude with fucking a huge <laughs> six-pack and a chicken a thong. Yeah, it's got the couple, the hetero couple. Uh-huh. Like, that kind of stuff is what I mean, where you're kind of constantly reminded of, like, yeah. this is normal and what you are is not. Yeah. So I'm I sure th- it's, like, pretty much daily, and especially if you live anywhere, like, here in the South. Yeah. You're really reminded of I it. Would- like I said, I would assume that. It seems like it would be that way, but my question would be, is that really how it is? Does it is that how it feels? Yeah. Because I don't know, because I I'm not a gay person. I don't know. But I, I would want to know if my assumption there is correct and that it's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, to kind of piggyback off of that, my question would be what can we do to make things better? Yeah, what what can allies do? That's a good question. Yeah. Should I go make the Sandals commercial folks change their commercial to include a gay couple? Yeah, well, th- that's a weird slippery slope because you have to come up with a balance. I mean, you can't just show gay people or just show straight people to make it fair. Yeah, but to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen a gay couple in a Sandals commercial. Yeah, I haven't seen a gay couple in a lot of company's commercials not yeah. just i don't want to just pick on sandals here <laughs> i well that was the what came to mind because i was like i really want to go to the beach <laughs> yeah i can tell so your mind is preoccupied yeah I'm, i want to go to the beach <laughs> but um 
uh, yeah, I think there, there, yeah, there's a lot of, comp- and it's weird because I don't know how you define the balance. I, I guess that would be a really good question is how, how would you define the balance? Would you have to do like a population survey, figure out exactly how much percentage of the population was gay and then yeah. have about that much reflection in advertisement? I guess so. And yeah. how will we know if we get there? I, I don't know, but I guess I think there is some merit just to seeing people like you on television or, or in advertising oh, sure. in general. I definitely agree. And so I feel like that could be a way. And then to also piggyback off of that same question, um, is it ever acceptable to um, dine at Chick-fil-A? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, Chick-fil-A... Had delicious chicken. It is not an accepted establishment no. among the kind of general consensus. No, Jack Dorsey just got in a lot of trouble that's for That's the eating. CEO of Twitter. Yeah, the CEO of Twitter just got in a lot of trouble for uh, eating Chick-fil-A during this month. Yeah. And I'm... But what's funny is I didn't hear very much criticism at Chick-fil-A. They were just yelling at him for eating it. Well, that's because, I mean, you can't... Chick-fil-A is its own thing. Chick-fil-A is its own beast. See, but, yeah, it is. But, but my, if you're an ally or if you're a supporter, you're supposed to say, I don't eat Chick-fil-A because of what they stand for and what they believe as an yeah, organization. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Hobby Lobby either. But like, right. the, it's so interesting because with, with, with food, it's interesting because how does the contamination work with food? <laughs> because, okay. The hate is in. The waffle fries. That's what I'm asking. Is the hate cooked into the food? Or could I theoretically buy uncooked Chick-fil-A uh, food and bring it to my house and then cook it <laughs> so that it's not no longer being prepared by someone who's homophobic? <laughs> and then is the food accepted? No, because that's not how it works. Yeah. Because it's not the actual that's not the actual food. Yeah, it's them making the money. I know. It's the corporate yeah, it's corporation, the, it's, it's the corporation of it all. And it's yeah. horrible. I mean, it's also religious, which bothers me as well. Yeah. But the the, the, the taste of the food is undeniably good. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really good. Too. It's like ubiquitous. Like, you're not going to get around Chick-fil-A anymore. No. And I imagine there has to be some gay people that work there just statistically. Of course there are. I wonder if they're pissed off. And I imagine there's probably some gay folks that eat there. I'm pretty sure there is. And, and, it's, and uh, they're out there. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> Thanks. Well, to be serious for a second, I want to say that if you're a gay person and you're out there and you're struggling, there's a lot of resources for you to find on the internet, and we will link to some of that. I believe very much that there are people out there who suffer tremendously because of their sexuality, and that it's really horrible for them, and I want it to be clear that we want them to have access to all the help they can get, and anything I can do to help that, I would be willing to do, (laughs) for sure. I do think that it's funny that we could make jokes in this episode, but I think this is a very serious subject and I don't mean to trivialize anything. And if I offended any gay people, I am very, very sorry. I did not mean to. But if you thought it was great and you thought it was really awesome and we're the greatest people ever and you want to hear more of our episodes, they can be found on our website carolinasnowflakes.com We also have a group of people who I believe don't think we're homophobes that talk a lot on uh, the internet at Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash carolinasnowflakes And then there's the private way to contact us and our emails and especially if I screwed up and you want to let me know privately that would be good. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think just put them on blast. Yeah. Across all of social media would be good. But if you want to email us, <laughs> that's fine too. Uh huh. Carolina Snowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.